Kennedy. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, well, welcome. Welcome, listeners. <laughs> nice. Welcome. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> welcome, welcome to what I believe what I believe uh is is episode uh number 190. Is that right? Did I I feel like I think it's 189. I think we oh, keep on it. being one ahead. Hold on, let me look. This is classic. This is classic us. We just really think that we're we're running we're ahead of I have to Google ourselves to figure out what episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's so right. No, it is 189. Well, you know what, listeners, welcome to 189. It's just a little foreshadowing for 190. You know, we do it live here on the pod. We just hoped it was there. Mm-hmm. Um 89, also the year that uh me and Kelly were born. John, actually yours was True. last. You I'm an 88. Let's 88. go, baby. Yeah, nice uh nice pull, Tyler. Listeners, as you can probably tell from our reactions, Tyler does not tell us <laughs> what he's gonna play. <laughs> Start off with. <laughs> yes, that's a little Bo Burnham for you there. Uh and it oh, will... was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. from sure inside? It is. It okay. is. Yes. I think yes, I only yes, watched yes. it once because I was like, trauma. So I don't yeah, yeah, watch yeah, this yeah, more yeah. than yeah. It was, yeah, it was it was an emotional watch, like yeah. during lockdown and COVID. Like yeah. I felt all the feels from the yeah. time. You know, Definitely. I was like, might have been on some substances, might have been late one night on like a Friday. And uh-huh. I might have been like sobbing and laughing yeah. and feeling a bunch of different feels. Yeah, totally. very, very good, very good watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like a time capsule. I think this might be on the deluxe version, so which is not the which is like more songs, but it's not a uh, it's not like the movie version, okay. you know. So maybe yeah. it's a a deeper cut, but uh, yeah, no, that's definitely like a time capsule. If like everyone's to be like, you know, like hey geezer what was it like during the 2020 pandemic i'm like well i can tell you what being a white guy was like just go watch just <laughs> yeah. go watch inside yeah. <laughs> uh, i still uh anytime i see uh, an article about jeff bezos i go congratulations well listeners um we're gonna do a little grab bag here today this is being recorded at 641 mountain time on may 15th also happens to be game seven of the kraken versus the stars who in the nhl playoffs who who knew the kraken would force a game seven on the stars Um, i didn't according to our book club sheet oops (laughs) yeah (laughs) i had the stars and five so much for that i had the stars (laughs) and five or six yeah Yeah. same same yeah nobody believed in the kraken and oops yeah yeah grubauer proving us all wrong uh well let's check in start with you uh john anderson in uh the denver metro area how are you i'm good uh there's 245 left in the first seattle's got six seconds left at a power play at zero zero great thank you for the update we may be you may be getting more updates through this episode although now that we're reaching the end of the first period you may just get talking heads i'll I'll let you know what wayne has to say or whatever great Great. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> and and that giggle from John Kelly, uh, our our other Denver Metro correspondent. How are you? Good. Real good. Not not much to report. You know, same old, same old, buddy. <laughs> you know, that 34-year-old life. 
I was about to say it's very Rocking adult answer of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Nothing to report. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am Tyler Grillo, your sorry excuse for a host who is uh, <laughs> well is poisoned. Uh, and I'm also your West Coast host for it. So here I am. And uh, nobody asked, but I'm fine. I'm fine. I was going. Tyler, to, how but are you? Just kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was interrupting. It's like, what do you call it when you, so no one can ask you how you are. Just keep filling space. It's um, called filibustering. Filibuster. <laughs> that's, that is called filibustering. That's right. Uh, my grapes are doing really good. I'm really excited. I think. Oh, my grapes are coming. I've got like buds all over the place. Hell it yeah. is. And I can see them from a distance now. It's, it's fucking coming. Let's yeah. go. It's going to be on. Cool. It's going to be on cool. like Donkey Kong. Well, we all just brought a few topics today. We don't know what each other's are, so we're just going to dive in. And I can go ahead and start since mine is related to the song that we just listened to, uh, which is that Joe Biden is running for president. Because I'm not sure we actually talked about that, um, at least not in depth. Maybe we mentioned it in passing. No, no we um, definitely, I don't think we mentioned turns it Turns out it's all. an important piece to note. <laughs> Yeah, that we're like, Donald Trump's running that fucking election. asshole. Yeah. yeah, but it is important to note that so did uh, Joe Biden. And my, uh, my feelings are similar to Bo Burnham's the first time around. I saw some jokes on the internet that were like, who thought that this joke would be relevant twice? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here we are. Here we are. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, sure, I'll vote for him. It would just be, you know, nice to get somebody under 70, you know, like, yeah. it's it's it would just be nice you know obama like maybe just obama spoiled us to get somebody under 70 for well, even i mean like relative to yeah. bush, and clinton, bush and clinton i mean yeah. these are old ass people you know and like aside from the politics of either one of them i'm just kind of disappointed i'm like <laughs> is this all we got yeah yeah uh but i think like yeah that is all we got because welcome <laughs> right. to modern day politics yeah so um yeah it's i mean he will almost surely get the nomination if he's alive yeah. and yeah. so you know uh it's it's very much looking like and right now DeSantis, who is trump's uh biggest competition is getting beat by bob Iger of disney and right. so um that's tough for him in a primary <laughs> Yeah. uh especially a republican one yeah. <laughs> so you don't want to lose to disney yeah, <laughs> yeah. so uh you know yeah. it looks yeah. like we're gonna have a rematch and it's gonna be so much fun everybody get ready it's yeah awesome. it's it does seem like the the likely outcome though i mean after after the town hall debate last well town hall q a on cnn um I know Trump's ahead in the polls and it's early, but I could see him potentially not getting the Republican domination at this point. The baggage is there. I think some of the legal woes are going to start compiling. You know, the the E. Jean Carroll stuff is huge. We'll see what happens in Georgia. Be really mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not as sold on saying that Trump's for sure going to be the candidate, but um, I, I think that you're 100% right in your assumption that Biden will get it as long as he's still alive. Um, I don't see successful challengers coming out of the Democratic Party, which is too bad, because I think there's some people in the party that have good ideas and new new blood, literally, right? Um, yeah. Could really reinvigorate the office of the presidency in a time that we need it. I mean, the re- 
in the last election cycle, it was important to have someone steady. You needed someone to beat Trump because he was so off the wall and crazy. Biden was a great answer. Mm-hmm. Looking forward, he's not a great answer for the next four years. And I think that there's enough people that are angry about his age and mm-hmm. some of his actions in his time as president that he could lose votes and could propel Trump to a victory, which right. kind of yeah. frightens me. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yes. Um, and so uh, I'm interested. <clears throat> I, I agree, Kelly. I think, um, well, I guess it is not locked up uh, for Trump. And I'm interested. I think the best argument against Trump is that he can't win. And I think that Republicans mm-hmm. really give a shit. Like, I think that they don't care about Eugene Carroll, their yeah. primary voters. And you oh, saw definitely the not. Definitely not. Like, the base doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. No. no, they don't care about it. They literally care no shits about any of this. It's yeah. just like who's going to stick it to the libs the best, and that's obviously Trump. Yeah. Um. But they really want to stick it to the libs, and if you can't beat them, yeah, that's yeah. a problem. And so, like, yeah, right. that I think is an actual compelling argument against Trump, where you cannot make a moral or political argument against Trump for in the primary. I just don't they're too simpatico trump in the base but i think you can make the electoral argument so i'm interested yeah, to nationally see it's what... a lot more difficult to, to sway those independents i think I yeah think you're right there and either and even some more centrist republicans yeah. too i think you're right there and we should remember too like trump won by seventy thousand votes in 2016 spread across three states and that was a pretty unlikely outcome and yeah. so um you know, he just squeaked by in one election and the Republicans generally have not won a popular vote in other than that in quite some time. They're like Mm -hmm. seven out of eight losses or something like that. And so um, if I was looking forward, I would be concerned. I I also, though, I'm concerned on the Democrat side because it's like, what happens after eight years of Biden? Yeah, right. Like what what does that Mm -hmm. election look like? Yeah, that's not going to be pretty. I mean, like that almost certainly goes Republican based on history. I mean, it would yeah, obviously just depend by on many other things. But yeah, 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 totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I mean, it does feel like in some ways we're in like a, a, a funky time period where, where like the kind of young hot faces of the Democratic Party are not liter- either literally not old enough yet to run for president or or are just like not far enough along in their careers, you know? And so it feels like there's a little bit of a void. To me, it feels like there's like a little bit of a void. Like you were saying, like, who else would we put up, you know? And you can always find a governor or something like that, yeah. but there's not an obvious choice, you know? Like I think more years, Jared Paulus, right? Jared like, Paulus you know, is a good one. Um, mm-hmm. Hakeem Jeffries, who yeah, Hakeem is Jeffries. now the leader of the Democrats in the House. Yeah. Um, yep. I do think AOC at some point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll maybe take a stab at it. That'll yep. be interesting. Yeah, I guarantee um, I guarantee she will um, at some point, but her electability is questionable on the national stage. Yeah, it's, yeah, that'll be interesting. She needs some more seasoning too. Like you'd want to see her in the Senate or as governor of New York, probably uh, yeah. before that as well. Oh yeah, AOC governor. Be oh, like, let's go. <laughs> that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, that's my, um, okay. as I was well, this is a good transition because uh, the thing that I wanted to talk about um, is actually right in, in tune here. John mentioned DeSantis, and that's actually who I wanted to talk about. Yeah. About, in, in a different vein, necessarily, just election politics, because I do still think he has a chance. And 
Um, we'll see what happens with the primary, but I wanted to talk about his handling of Florida in general, especially in today's <laughs> news of him uh, cutting funding for DEI programs yeah, across yeah. Florida universities, state-funded universities. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's diversity, equity, and inclusion programs um, that are meant yeah. to help students of color and poor students uh, adapt to college life and help them through their college careers. Um, another Another spear he's throwing towards the blobus amorphous nothingness that is wokeness in his mind. Yes. Uh, totally. yeah. But <laughs> you mentioned it's the same thing he's doing with Disney. He's trying to rile up Repu the Republican base, his supporters yeah. in Florida. He's trying to be the guy that can stand against wokeism, um, just like Trump. And we'll see where it gets him, but it's it's pretty wild. It's turning Florida into more of an authoritarian state than the freedom loving people that live there would like you to believe. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, it it's some authoritarian shit. And it's like, you know, it's, it's out of um, like hands maiden's tale almost where it's like going after the librarians and going after yeah, yeah, the yeah. teachers and, you know, like, yeah. and the other thing that's important about this is like, that's a really big problem for society, not just for, um, you know, like whatever your concerns are about wokeness and however you decide to define that, science education is kind of important. And like, yeah. this is how societies regress and then collapse. And you right. see this through history, like the Middle Eastern society, the, the al in algebra is from the Middle East, right? right. Like right. these right. things, right. the Middle East was a uh, a source of great intellectual progress in the my dates are a little tough on this one but like let's say around a thousand years yeah. yeah, persian and, empire yeah, yeah. uh and Cities then and... shit went to hell and the way they did that is they got all like religious and were like no we don't want these books in progress like we need to go back to the old conservative ways and it fucked them and then europe went into the enlightenment and here we are so yeah. Well, and then you when can even look at more recent uh, examples of that same thing where there were some holdouts there like Iran, and then, you know, the U.S. was like, how about we want oil? And then they're like, cool, we want power. And same thing, they put in a, they put in a the Ayatollah, and then you, same right. thing, right? Like, same thing. It's, it stifles progress. And so, um, however, scientific technological progress of which um, is oftentimes a majorly beneficial to humans and yeah. so when i see these types of things i get very concerned not just on a, like a cultural stance of like hey i think that like accepting people for who they are is pretty fucking important i also think that like making sure we have an educated workforce that can go up against china is pretty fucking important so um i i find this type of stuff incredibly morally offensive and fascistic yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed agreed cut yeah. cut funding don't do stuff you agree in you know don't approve new books that teach about the holocaust because it might have something to do with critical race theory that's unproven yeah you know the it's very you know it, it, john's 100 percent correct that it's 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 fascist in the sense that he stands there and spouts freedom but it's only freedom if you believe the same way if you believe the same way then yeah go ahead and do whatever you want but anybody else <laughs> who does it that's then, then we have an issue as a state yeah um, yeah it's yeah. a it's a real good important question freedom for who to do what yeah 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 he fired an attorney general 
Remember, like last year, he fired an attorney general who shared a tweet about like LGBTQ. Yeah. Fired him like the same day. Didn't tell anybody. Like, and the guy sued the state of Florida and the Supreme Court in Florida was like, yeah, absolutely. He violated your civil rights, but we can't do anything. He's the governor. He's allowed to fire you because you're an attorney general. Right. <laughs> you know, like, wow. but that's the kind of fascist shit that happens, you know, so yeah. fighting you know so that's what i wanted to bring up I'm glad glad you gave me some time to rail against the santa well, i think, he, oh, I think yeah. bob Iger might beat him and i'm interested to see how that's gonna go that'll so be hilarious let's fucking go yeah. disney yeah, yeah right maybe the only time in my life i actively root for disney <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> I'm rooting for... god what a terrible place where i'm like yeah disney corporation are the great guys. yeah yeah right, yeah, right. what how, how far we have fallen <laughs> yeah that's a tough one woof wow that just kind of brought it home <laughs> i know kind of upset now <laughs> oh my god oh my god john what do you got what do you got uh i have something really important actually which is i'm curious about how toronto is going to do with this second round exit and <laughs> <laughs> yeah Really Burn it to the ground. This up. This yeah, is, this like is a geopolitical. They... It's a geopolitical issue. No, it is a geopolitical yeah. because Canada was eliminated last night from the playoffs. Edmonton's out. Toronto is now out. Yeah. They've gone thirty years without a cup. This is disrupting relations in North America. And yeah, that's really an important thing that we need to talk about. And so my my question is: Do we need to activate SEAL Team Six to go rescue Austin <laughs> Matthews and put him in Arizona? Ah. <laughs> I mean, it's a question. It's a good question. I'll 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 answer your question with another question. Do we think that Snoop Dogg, uh, being one of the owners of the Ottawa Senators, is going to turn things around for them? Yeah. Did you see his quote Love when he was it's like, really good. "Nobody knows who the fuck Connor McDavid is because the yeah. NHL doesn't know how to market." Yeah, like, he's the that's best like athlete on the planet. Quote. Yeah. 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 Okay. Best athlete on Amazing. I also love. <laughs> I watched some of the interview with him where like, I, you know, cause like sometimes like rich people are just like, sure. I'll buy some shit and invest in something. Fuck it. You know, just like to add, but like Snoop Dogg watches hockey and has watched hockey for a really long time. Yeah. And like he, uh, knows the was, sport. He was a, a guest color commentator. Right. In, right, right. For right. the LA Kings. Oh, uh, amazing. For like at amazing. least a game. Yeah. And it was, he was like, pretty good. I was right. like, why, why do we not have this guy doing like Steve Dangle style speeds? Like just, put a fucking camera on him and put him on YouTube and let him just like do Snoop Dogg stuff over the fucking game track. Yeah. I mean, it's true. You basically have the closest player, you know, we've had, I would say since, you know, I mean, would you, who else has been this level since Wayne Gretzky, I guess, you know, like Connor McDavid. Um, I mean, Crosby and Ovechkin. Yeah. Ovechkin, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. As far as how electric they, and noticeably electric, like Sidney right. Crosby, you have to know a lot about hockey to really right. appreciate him. Um, Ovechkin kind of just stands in his office and blasts <laughs> fucking slap shots, and that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, but like yep. it's it's not as cool as what McDavid does, which is you don't know you have to know shit about hockey to be like right. I think that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, right. So right, like right. that when he broke Morgan Riley's ankles a couple of years ago, that was one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. that was not actually the thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um yeah, as much that was as just was for really... Stu. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah, let's fucking go. Um okay the thing I actually want to talk about is significantly less cool. Um Gun Violence Archive, uh, May 15th, which was today, there was a mass shooting in New Mexico, killed, uh, injured nine people, killed three of them. Yesterday, 
uh, Farmington, New Mexico. Yesterday, May 14th, there were four mass shootings. Uh, There was one in Louisiana. There was one in Indiana. There was one in Alabama. There was one in Pennsylvania. Um, Thank God only one person was actually killed, but it looks like 17 were injured. Um, The day before that, May 13th, let's see here. Let me count. That's one, two, three, four, five, six mass shootings. Um, that range from New Hampshire to Arizona to California to Georgia to Louisiana to Kentucky. Uh, I think I'm making this a bit where whenever we do a grab bag, I'm just going to do a gun violence update because here we fucking are. So um, we're not getting off this as a podcast or like a group of people. This is not something that we um, cannot shine attention on. And this cannot be something that fades into the background period end of discussion. So luckily it looks like there was only uh, five deaths. No, sorry, seven deaths out of what I just named. But um, there's so many people who are injured. I can't do the math in my head right now. Um, And this is a normal weekend in America. I could, I could continue to do this. um, And we, we would barely miss a day. Yeah, uh, it's the the normalization of it is half is reporting it and going only this many people died. Yeah, right. Each one of those people had families, loved ones. Yeah. You know, yeah, people are going to suffer the rest right. of their lives because that person is died. somebody's universe. Yep. Yeah, that just and ended, it, and it could have been avoided, and it could have been avoided. Yes, just some this simple is, regulatory laws. It is the guns. Um, I just cannot stomach any more of the like well what about it's not it's it's not that like there are we we have magnitudes more gun deaths and we have magnitude more guts like it is incredibly clear it's not like we have ten thousand x the amount of mental health issues in this country uh even if we have four x that would be crazy and it still wouldn't even come fucking close to yeah. explaining it it's very obviously the guns and this is something that at we're gonna i'm gonna be just gonna do the spiel as a society this has to be a cultural fix before it will be a political fix which means guns are not cool yeah yep that's right yeah it, yeah i i agree with you that's the shift that needs to happen yeah right it's <laughs> it's like drunk driving you know like yeah. oh that's funny no it's fucking not right yeah yeah and we or cigarettes how cigarettes used to be really cool and now like you you literally are not allowed to advertise that kind of shit in specific situations and we've seen a dramatic decrease and everybody you know is like i'm sorry smoke i you know blah 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 that's what we need with guns too um especially on the recreational side like i it come from a family that hunted like we have rifles you know that is a, a, a yeah. tradition in america that will not go away um but it is not cool to own an ar-15 it's not yeah. you're a bozo like yeah. what are you fucking doing with that yeah so yeah, yeah. um it's, it, it's very interesting too because we talk trends on this show a lot about what what could happen in 10 20 years um and this is another one that favors common sense gun reform most people under the age of 40 are even more supportive of common sense gun reform. Most people our age and younger support them. And it's because of the amount of death we've seen in our lives, Yeah, right? It's not the old guard where it was like, oh, well, these things just started happening. So it's still okay to defend gun rights to the point that 
your recreation outpaces someone else's right to live yeah. <laughs> safely. Yeah, it's town. not okay. Yeah. Um, and it's not okay. Um, and so, you know, it the what makes this one harder to swallow is that because the gun lobby is so strong and has such influence on national politics and state politics in a lot of areas, that it's going to be a harder fight. And people will continue to keep dying and likely in larger and larger right. numbers until it happens, right? And so it's harder to stomach to be like 15 years from now, it's really going to be okay because there'll be less people in power alive today that support this kind of stuff because yeah. there'll be thousands of deaths between now and then <laughs> just yeah. waiting for the culture to switch. And that's what's it's, tough to stomach. It's the largest killer of kids, teenagers, and young people in the country. Right. Well, like, that's the other thing is those kids who are the survivors are also gr growing up to voting age, you know, and then I think vote. this, you know, you see like the we talked about it before the walkouts at East High School because East High yeah. School has like suffered a lot of gun violence this year. Right. Um, you know, that is one of the things that I could see being impactful in how this generation understands politics. For sure. um, it's yep. it's one of their the first like touch points I think for a lot of kids to yeah. be like oh this is something that legitimately matters to me because this is the thing that is most likely to kill me. Yeah, and it's in so, their face every day, right? Every day. I I see it on. I mean, like we get you know oh there's a active shooter uh, emails and stuff like that. Like it it happened this year. Um, there was like a hostage situation right off campus and we got like multiple emails. I'm like texting the team, making sure nobody's there, you know, yada, yada. And like, that is at one of the, it costs 70 fucking thousand dollars a year to go to that university. Right. And so yeah. like, and, and I mean, like kids are doing drills in middle school, right? right. Like they're yeah. going home and getting yep. signatures from their parents to say that, yeah, we talked to, we talked to our parents to talk them through what we did at school today yeah. in terms of our preparation active for an shooter active shooter yeah. an active shooter drill they have kids walking through yeah. metal detectors armed guards like it's not a good learning environment to conduce no. good education yeah. when no, you have no. to put kids yeah. through that um yeah. right so like the idea that right like i i don't know if you guys saw the clips last week but there was clips of like oh, i can't remember her name but She's a House of Representative member, and she's on Fox saying, well, we'll just arm grandparents and have them sit outside of schools. And you're like, how is that the answer? Yeah, Having 80-year-olds yeah, right. with fucking shotguns sitting outside of middle schools. Like, it's a good way to get know. a lot of innocent people killed. Like, yeah, yeah. The consequence of that. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That is fucking insane. And, like, yeah. have you ever met people... Have you ever met people <laughs> under people. any yeah. sort of pressure yeah. or stressful know, situation? Yeah. Have you ever yeah. noticed people make mistakes and they misunderstand and that like sometimes when you don't have a gun in your hand, the consequence of that is, oh, you're an asshole. But then when the consequence of when someone has a gun in their hand is, oh, that person's dead. That's, it that's was, the difference in the There's been a couple stories of, uh, you know, like that uh, young black kid who went to a house to pick up his uh little sister little. and yeah, yeah, went yeah, to the yeah. wrong house and the guy fucking killed him yeah. or no yeah. i think he did he, he shot he didn't yeah he, he should survive yeah. he did survive he survived but, um, but he got shot in the head twice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah. and there was protests at that school in support of him right and yeah. so you know like yeah. all i on uh, uh the anniversary of columbine the abs posted about it and um i reposted it and i got a bunch of and I said, you know, I remember being locked down in the fourth grade, which I do. I distinctly remember that. 
during Columbine. And then I was like, I, that was fourth grade and I'm 34 now. And yeah. here we fucking are. And right. I had a bunch of people from our grade be like, I remember it. I remember it. Like, that's one of the things I've gotten the most um, activity on of like anything I've ever posted on Instagram. That's and, right, like, yeah. Um, because also, it's such a formative moment for all of us. Totally. Just go back. That kid's name is Ralph Yarl. And the guy who shot him was an 84 year old. So yes, right. let's get grandparents yes. out yep. there with guns. Cause clearly they yep. make good decisions. Yeah. And, and Hey, shout out back to DeSantis, man. He cut funding for training facilities for the Tampa Bay devil rays after they posted anti gun violence stances on their Twitter. He's like, <laughs> the state's oh, yeah. not going to support training facilities either. Amazing. The use of state power to explicitly go after cultural norms is so funny for right, a Republican. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, uh, uh, but you know which party you're in? Yeah, that. but that's one of the things that Trump switched. Like, And right. I, I read about, I, this is something I read about, like, Santos and Trump and um, the right generally, which is they are, so it was written, it was like, take the right's perspective, which is um, in all facets of society right now, you have young people like us um, joining institutions and then they are applying their values to those institutions. Right. So like all of these businesses and cultural um, uh, pillars of our society have to the right's mind been infiltrated and now they're all being... um, taken over and forced to like do politics right right? and so what DeSantis's special especially his logic was the only way to cease that is explicit government power right and so we're we're seeing a political realignment around that issue yeah um where Crazy. all three of us were just like let's go disney the evil corporation yeah, yeah, yeah against yeah. a state government <laughs> yeah we all we just demonstrated it yeah so, yeah yeah, uh, yeah. I, this is this is a pretty interesting uh cultural shift we've gone under and and that helped me understand the logic i was like okay i get it um yeah and- it's inherently there if you think the other side is out to undermine everything that you think is correct about a country's yeah. laws and standards right from all aspects all aspects you're exactly right it's why wouldn't you approach it and be like we have to fight for it because our country will no longer be that like i understand exactly where they're coming from i think they're 100 percent incorrect don't get me wrong i think that they're small-minded and misled about what freedom is and what (laughs) what it means to be an american um but i understand the anger and the upsetness they have and where they're coming from doesn't make it any more right yeah, yeah, uh, it's yeah, uh, totally. scary because like, they'll really... continue to lash out stronger and stronger, more likely. Yeah, I think I made this point uh, on a, like several podcasts ago where we were depressed about something. Um, I don't remember what, uh, maybe the midterms or something. Um, but we should view the rights actions over the last, let's say, couple decades um, as a desperate rear guard action yeah. defending a culture that is going away. That's right. And so um, I think that that will help us not overreact too much to things because that could be counterproductive. Um, Because if you look at it over the course of the last 500 years, which I think is the paradigm we're in, which was like the, you know, massive acceleration of globalization. um, 
if you look at it in that context, we are winning. Yeah. 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 Gotta love the long arches, Michelle Foucault. If you haven't ever read some Michelle Foucault listeners, go out and read some long arches of history. It's good. Okay. Yeah. I think I think we've jumped the shark. When you get to Foucault, you have to end the podcast. <laughs> that's fair. That's a rule. I read that that's in fair. the fucking Bible. That's so, fair. That's uh... fair. Listen, we did, and, and listeners, these were uh, turned out by no intention. These were all domestic things. There is a lot happening in other parts of the world. Turkey's having a runoff because Erdogan didn't get enough votes. Uh, really, really fucking important. That's really big. Uh, Russia, or uh, Ukraine is making um, some gains in the Bakhmut region of, of, uh, of Ukraine, of where they are battling, uh, but where Russia has been holding strong for a while. Um, there are many other things happening in the world uh, that we'll talk about another time, or maybe China never and Taiwan. China and Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of international relations, it's still zero zero. And by international relations, I do mean Texas. God <laughs> everybody. Uh... I really don't think I've heard that. Yeah, I think it might have been on the, it's just on the, you know, it's a deeper cut. It's yeah, deeper. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like, yeah, but absolutely it. blew my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs>